Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this 300th episode. What? (laughs) 300 episodes. That's so many. I am so proud of that number personally as the content creator over here. And I am so grateful to so many of you guys, whether you've hired me or left a review or just share this podcast with your friends. I feel like we've been working together to keep it going. You guys and your support of this show makes it possible for me to show up here every week and your support of my business. Also, my clients, I love you. You know who you are. Thank you so much for being here. I am so stoked about the content I have for you today. So without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three, and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey, all right. So gosh, this episode's going to be so good. I have personal stories. I am six weeks today, postpartum. Something magical happens six weeks. It's something magical. Maybe it's because in my mind, I've been thinking you know, you just got to get through those first six weeks. But I I don't feel like it's just that because I do feel like my body is just in a different place. It's just six weeks is a magical number, friends. Six weeks postpartum. It's a great, glorious thing. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you, angels. I have been seeing so many angel numbers. In fact, when I was just saying that a second ago, it was 1111. I've been followed around by all my angels, 444-222-1212. Like, it's insane. 333. And I just, every time I'm like, I see you. I know. I love you. I hear you. So for those who might be new around here, my name's Lizzie. If you're not new, howdy girl, how you doing? I'm so happy that you're here. Either way, um, today we have our refrigerators being serviced. There's a guy in our house, so you might hear some funny noises in the background. My dog is snoring on the couch in this office, and I feel like I just wanted to tell you those things because I just want you to know that I feel like we're at that level, you guys, with this podcast and the relationship we've all had. 300 episodes. I'm like, raise your hand if you've listened to all of them. I want to know. You guys should email me. It's just lizzie at lizzielangston.com or you can DM me um, on Instagram. I'm lizzie.postpartumcoach. That's L-I-Z-Z-I-E. But um, yeah, just tell me 
how many episodes do you think you've listened to? I mean, have you listened to a third of the podcast? Have you listened to probably half of it? Have you seriously listened to all of it? Have you, did you just binge like five or six and then come work with me or join, you know, buy my course or whatever? I would so love to know. And 300 episodes, my goodness, like, what are you loving? What do you love about this podcast? The best way, listen, you want to make sure I don't miss your response, put it in a review because you better believe that every time I get on here to record an episode, I go down to the reviews for this podcast, the Postpartum Coach Podcast, and I check and see if there's new ones. And I always get so excited when there is, like today, because I get to read a new one. So I'm going to read you a review by Madison Davis is her username, Madison Davis 17 She left this just this week. Thank you guys. You're listening. I'm asking you for reviews and you're listening. And I've been talking to Madison because she happened to have hired me actually. And her story is epic. I really, she's already agreed to come on the podcast. I'm like, no pressure, Madison. No, but she has such a crazy, cool, amazing, horrible, hard, horrifying (laughs) story of her experience with the pandemic. And it's not unique. I mean, it is unique to her, but I want to feature so many mom's stories. Listen, if you guys feel like you have a really cool story, like maybe, I mean, dramatic, maybe not cool, but if you feel like you dealt with a ton during the pandemic, like more than normal and your postpartum phase, you're one of those moms that had a baby during the pandemic and your postpartum was robbed from you and it was just so hard and horrible. Do me a favor and please do either DM me on Instagram or email me and let me know that you would love, you'd be open to sharing it on the podcast. That doesn't mean you have to, or you will necessarily, but I would love to know, just share with me your story because I would like to, I don't know, as a form of healing and recovery for lots of moms who dealt with horrible, hard stuff postpartum because, and during birth and delivery and even pregnancy, you know, things like being alone in the hospital. I can't just, I don't even want to talk about it all. You guys know, we all know. Um, but I do want to share as a method of healing some of your guys' stories. I would love to have you come on the podcast and share your stories, things that you experienced and went through with things that we all collectively maybe lived through during, during the pandemic. So please do email me lizzie at lizzielangston.com and you can just put the title pandemic story or my pandemic story. And then I want to hear, I want to hear what it was like having a baby and being postpartum in the pandemic. Just write me a little email, tell it to me. And I will either thank you or maybe have you on the podcast. I don't know. I'm just still feeling out what I'm going to do with that, but I feel like we all need to be sharing each other's stories. Okay. So 300 episodes. Let's celebrate by leaving this review. Madison Davis, she calls it, it's five stars. She said, life changing. I had my daughter during the pandemic and have struggled, that's all caps, on and off with postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression since. Lizzie has changed my life. Okay. Whenever I hear that, I'm always like, whoa. Okay. Hold on. I got to read that again. Uh, Lizzie has changed my life by helping me notice my thoughts and helping me learn to sit with my feelings. Okay. I'm interjecting here rudely, but isn't that crazy that just noticing your thoughts and learning to sit with feelings can actually change your life? Think about how much of our existence is thinking and feeling. Oh wait, it's 100% of our existence. So of course, a function that we're doing a thousand percent of the time. Listen, it's like it's like if you took a, a a fine, okay, let's say you cook three times a day and you took a course that helped you learn some basics of how to actually cut properly and how to not let food rot and, and like simple recipe tricks and hacks. 
your life would feel the 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 more often you do the the skill that you invest in, right? The more that you feel the Im, the impact of investing in it. And so that just is so true. I change people's lives. People's lives change. Your life can change when you learn how to have awareness of your thoughts, not just have the thoughts, but notice yourself having them, develop that strong skill of being an observer, and then learning to sit with your feelings instead of just react to them or be scared of them and try to avoid them. Oh my gosh, so good. So Lizzie has changed my life by helping me notice my thoughts and helping me learn to sit with my feelings. She's my coach now and I'm finally healing and I want to give a credit. This is another tangent, but not a tangent, but Madison, you get all the credit for the healing you're doing. You were so brave to reach out and you took a risk. You booked a first session with me and then felt the power of coaching, felt the power of having a safe space. And you get the credit for that. And you are healing because you've decided that it's time and that you're not going to suffer any longer. Her baby is three, y'all. Her baby is three. Whew, let's not suffer. Come work with me, you guys. She's my coach now. I'm finally healing. This podcast is what every mom needs to hear. Lizzie, thank you for being so vulnerable and helping moms feel seen and heard. It's a love affair, Madison. Love you too. Thank you so, so, so much for actually taking the action and creating a review for me. Like, And all of you that have been doing that, I so see you. I so appreciate you. And if you haven't, if you just want to give back to me, if you want to let me know that you're here, if you want to just have more of an exchange so that I feel like you see me, I see you and feel more deeply connected, you know, good juju, good karma, please do leave me a review. Just scroll down all the way to the bottom of all the episodes, click on ratings and reviews, and then there will be a little box with a pencil in it. It's purple and it says, write a review. And you just click that, you click, you know, you make your username, click your stars, put in your words, voila. It sometimes takes two or three days for it to go live because Apple looks at all the reviews and makes sure they're appropriate. But yeah, I would so appreciate that. Okay, let's dive in today. You guys, I had some intense stuff. So if you listen to my birth story episode, or if you've listened and or if you've listened to my actual, like my first three babies birth story stuff at the very beginning of the podcast... Um, you will know that I've had some intense birth experiences and it hasn't been something I wanted or asked for. And I've also had glorious, beautiful ones that went exactly the way I wanted. Actually, just one <laughs> that went the way I wanted. Actually, I would say two were decent, but I've had postpartum anxiety and depression that hit me really bad after birthing my second and my third. And then I had a really intense postpartum hemorrhage. And there were some reasons and some risk factors that I wasn't educated on that in hindsight, I can see that made me more of a candidate to hemorrhage postpartum. And so I don't have anger about it. I don't feel freaked out. I've worked through the trauma. I just went back into a hospital for this fourth baby and was able to just be fine more or less in the hospital. But I did have some PTSD in the hospital, even with baby number four, even after five years of learning about trauma and working through stuff. I mean, your body is not immune from this stuff. And I was so grateful to be able to handle it and help it. Now you might not have experienced PTSD or you might not have had crazy birth trauma where you lost so much blood, a quarter of your blood supply like I did, right? But I believe that there are some skills. I have honed it down. Listen, I just want to qualify 
like where these come from because I have spent probably a thousand hours. I mean, it was about 800 hours in 20, late 2020. And now we're two years later and I haven't been doing as much one-on-one coaching because I've been doing more group stuff, but literally probably about over a thousand hours, maybe even 1200 hours of coaching women postpartum, like just postpartum women. Then on top of that, I've had four babies myself. And then on top of that, besides just my clients, I hear so many stories. People DM me, people, um, you know, when they hear I'm a postpartum coach and I meet them at the grocery store, they share with me, oh, my daughter experienced that. And, oh, she said this and, or, oh, I had that really bad. And here's, you know, da, 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 da. I hear so, I mean, I know a lot about postpartum. Okay. And I believe that I've honed it down into these skills that you need to know how to do. And I want you to know that if you grasp onto these and you're like, oh, I do know how to need, I do need to know how to do those. Like I logically get it. And you go to try to do these things and you struggle, you're normal. And all of these are taught in my signature program, Postpartum Freedom. Okay. I'm not going to spend too much time here telling you about it, but I do want you to know if you've never heard about it. You can go to lizzylangston.com forward slash course and you can buy Postpartum Freedom. It's 222 bucks. It's the best investment you will make postpartum because it targets your mental and emotional health. And as you will hear in today's episode, no amount of external support, no amount of hiring the postpartum doula or a nanny, no amount of sleep support or meals being brought in is ever going to be as powerful as you, your internal workings, knowing how to manage your thoughts and feelings and emotions, but not just manage them. I'm because the postpartum intensity of thoughts, <laughs> like scary thoughts that you can have, crazy thoughts, emotional thoughts, and then and then the bigness of your emotions with the hormones and the lack of sleep postpartum takes a special kind of expertise that you we all all women who plan to have children and who have a child and birth her through her body. I can't speak for adopted children and surrogacy and foster children. I've never done that, but I will say that if you have the baby through your body, I'm guessing all of those mom departments, they we all need to know. We need to be honestly experts because otherwise you're playing with fire. We need to be experts in mental and emotional well-being in ourselves, in knowing how to manage our mind and process emotions and when trauma is present and what to do with anxiety and how how to be depressive, which I'm going to go over today. And I promise I'm getting there because no amount of hiring out help or, or the most loving partner in the world can do this for you. We, and, and like I said, otherwise you're playing with fire. You're putting yourself at risk and I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to, the statistics are not going to lie to you. The statistics like one in, what is it? One in six. I can't remember now off the top of my head, but it's like most women, a high majority of women struggle with, at the very least, baby blues, which can be enough to knock you off your rocker and freak you out. But then like actually depression and and anxiety, for sure, anxiety too. And so the good news is I've got tools I can help you and you don't need to suffer. You don't need to be blindsided. You don't need to be alone. You don't need to be clueless and you don't need to be frozen in all of this bigness because you just need to prepare for it. Or if you've already gone through it or you're in it right now, get the tools. So go to lizzylangston.com forward slash course. I have a very simple three-step process. Calm your body, calm your mind, calm your life. It is legit. It is created after all of my time in the trenches and all all the women I've talked to and coached, and it boils all these skills down for you. But here you go. I want to share with you the skills. So for episode 300, we are going to do part one, the three skills that every postpartum woman needs in the first six weeks. And these aren't going to sound sexy, but I promise you when you know how to do them, they are sexy. Number one, how to be anxious. You need to know how to be anxious. Why? Because you will almost guaranteed feel at least 
some degree of anxiety, maybe like 10% of the time at the very least, you'd be feeling anxiety. And some moms struggle up to like 60, 70% of their experience postpartum is very quite anxious. And there are some physical factors that go into that. Like if you had an unexpected, if you had some birth trauma, especially like an emergency C-section, for example, which is what I experienced. Um, there are things that are going to take that up or down. If you've had depression and anxiety before in your life, if your marriage is struggling or your partnership with your partner is struggling, when you go to have a baby or if um, somebody, you know, you have big life events, like you have to move right after you had a baby because your your husband got a new job or something, or maybe um, you get an offer on your house unexpectedly, or you need to sell your house. You know, big life changes are always going to up the ante and make it even more likely that you're going to feel depressed and anxious. But um, no matter, even if those don't happen, you're probably going to feel anxious postpartum. So maybe you already are. Maybe you're like, yep, still struggling with it. So um, you want to know how to be anxious. Now I'm going to share an example because like I said, I am six weeks postpartum today, which means that I've just survived the first six weeks and like just, just, just done it. And I have some really poignant examples. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu of this. So, um, I was in the hospital after I had Ren. So Ren is my baby number four. We have two boys, two girls. My oldest is nine. I had my first three in four years and then I had a five and a half year break and I just had baby Ren. And, um, so I had Ren on May 24th, 2023 and it was an emergency C-section. We've been planning on a home birth and then a few weeks. Yeah. Anyway, go listen to the birth story in the previous episode. It's really good. Long story short, it was a lot. Okay. So I'm in the hospital for three days. I'm recovering from a major surgery. This was not part of the plans. And just as you know, with my past story, being in the hospital is already something that my body always reminds me when I'm in there that I almost died in a hospital because I actually, it did almost die in a hospital. I lost a quarter of my blood supply and I, hospitals are amazing in many ways, but um, it was very scary nonetheless. And so it's something that I will always probably work with when I'm in a hospital or even sometimes a medical setting. And I just know that about myself, but that's me. You guys have your own stuff that makes you anxious. We all have our own triggers, our own weak points, our own body memories of trauma and stuff that kind of triggers us. And so that was mine. And it was the night, it was my first night in the hospital. And because I was, um, in the preeclampsia range, I had a one-on-one nurse when you're on, because I was on magnesium. So when you have really, really high blood pressure pregnancy in pregnancy, they keep you on blood pressure meds postpartum as well for a while and they monitor your stuff. And so I had, uh, I was on magnesium to keep my blood pressure down and to prevent a hemorrhage or sorry, not a hemorrhage, a seizure, which is the biggest risk of having 
preeclampsia. And so this nurse was on call for me, essentially. It was really great. And I didn't realize that that wasn't going to be the case all of the nights in the hospital. But anyway, that's a different story. So I call her in because in the middle of the night, my first night, I just kind of started feeling really anxious. And I think part of it was I really missed my kids and I wanted to be with them and they weren't with me and I knew they weren't going to be with me for at least two more days. So I remember that being a big part of it. Part of it was I just felt so alone. My husband was with me and he was like the bomb.com. He was with me, with me. I mean, he was my number one. He was better than the nurses almost in so many ways. And he was so completely on point and devoted to me and just got me whatever I needed and didn't complain and slept on the nasty little couch. It actually was a fine couch, but, but I still, I felt so alone. I wanted my mom to be there so badly and she wasn't coming till a little bit later postpartum because the baby came earlier than expected. It wasn't, I mean, we weren't expecting to have her for five more days. And even then my mom wasn't going to be there for another couple of weeks after that. And so I was on my own with my hubby and my body and my baby and some nurses that I don't know very well and um, not with my kids. Like my tribe wasn't there. Anyway, for whatever reason though, and I and my PTSD, I started feeling really anxious. And so, um, oh, and you know what the other thing was is I wasn't connected to nature and that is such a big thing for me. I had been in the hospital now for like, I don't know, a day. <laughs> but for me, I just felt so separated from nature. I couldn't go put my feet on the ground. I missed being home. I couldn't even hardly see. I couldn't see. I think I could see maybe like the tops of some trees, but I was up high in the hospital window. I could see some stars, but really all I could see is roads and cars, which actually were kind of comforting because I could like imagine the people driving through the cars and what their stories were. And, oh, is he going to pick up his friend from the airport in the middle of the night? Or why why is he driving at 2 a.m. or whatever? So I did some of that, but it wouldn't go away. This, this, my chest just kept feeling tight and tight as it does, right? When we have anxiety. And, um, my first response was a little bit of panickiness, um, simply because when I'm in the hospital, I tend to be a little bit, it's harder for me to manage my anxiety, even though I'm so, so good at it. This was like my Gethsemane. This was my, my Achilles heel. Like this was my hardest thing. And so I called the nurse in and, she was so cute. And we just, I just said, Hey, I'm just feeling anxious and I kind of want to talk it out. Would that be okay? Like, she's like, yeah. And I told her my story. I was like, Hey, yeah. So when I had my first baby, this is what happened. And she was just like, Oh my gosh, are you, that's, that's insane. Like you are so brave to be here again in the hospital. And I just like started tearing up. I'm like, I know. So I am so proud of myself because I know how to be anxious. Here's what I do when I'm anxious. Number one, is I go to the sensations in my body and I get out of my head. If you stay in your head when you're anxious, yeah, you're you're going to it's going to escalate because anxiety it is a fear response and the only way to calm the fear is to calm it. You can't keep thinking it because it just feeds the fear. You've got to go into your body and calm it. I teach you how to do that and I give you examples and you can come get help with that in my course, Postpartum Freedom. And you can also work with me, by the way. I'm open. I'm probably just going to take like maybe three clients. It's pretty exclusive right now because I don't have tons of... I'm not really going full bore yet, but I do have three spots for private coaching. If you, I just decided that today. So if you want to come work with me, you can, um, just reach out to me, email me, DM me, let me know that you're interested and we can get on the phone and talk. Um, anyway, so I go into my body and then a lot of times I either, um, 
well, first of all, that does, because I know what to do when I go in my body and I go to the emotion or the sensations and I calm them down and I do that effectively. The other thing I do is I don't allow thoughts that make me scared of anxiety. So a lot of this, again, I teach in my course, but it's so important that we um, aren't afraid of anxiety. One of my clients just, I asked her, she's getting so much less anxious and she just barely started working with me. And I asked her, what's working? What is, what's working with you and your anxiety? Because I can totally feel and tell that you're like way less anxious. So tell me what it is. And she shared some thoughts. And one of the things she said is everyone has this, it's normal. And sometimes when you're sitting alone in your nursery and you're rocking your baby and it's the middle of the night and you're feeling anxious and you don't know why, it's so easy to think that there's something wrong with you. I mean, anxiety makes you feel like there's something wrong and it is supposed to, to some degree, anxiety is, is, is supposed to get your attention because it has something it wants to tell you. Anxiety is coming with a message. And that's something I teach my clients. And we'll talk about that is how to hear yourself, how to listen to your body. But but one thing I want you to know, and you can always know, is that even though we don't want you to suffer with it, it is something that's common. It is normal. It is part of the human experience. That I don't want to normalize it so much that you don't go get help, because if if it's taking away from your quality of life in any way, even just a little bit, you deserve to get help with it because you don't. There's you can totally manage it in such a better way and like literally not struggle with it. I don't even struggle with anxiety, like hardly at all. It's so little. So just know that there's so much hope for you. Um, but yeah, she's like, it's normal. And she learned how to sit with it. And when you know how to sit with it and you're not afraid of it, it's incredible how quickly it deescalates. And then I know how to get to the root of it as well. I ask myself questions. I know how to talk to myself and be like, what's going on? And I know how to listen to myself. And that's another one of these that I'm going to be, these skills that I'll be sharing later. Um, but yeah, how to be anxious. You need to know in and out, inside and out, how to deal with anxiety. If you really want to thrive postpartum, that is a skill you will need. The second skill you will need is how to be depressive or low or kind of bluesy like and not freak out. Okay. Now I want to be careful here because everybody thinks of a different thing when we say the word depressive or depression. You might have the thought in your mind of somebody who's suicidal or who is like unable to get up and take care of their baby. I'm not talking about that. Okay. If you're not able to function, that's a different version of depression. What I'm talking about is you're still able to feed yourself and take care of your child and maybe even be around your older kids if you have them, but you're struggling to do much beyond the basics and it's you're just not happy. Things that used to sound happy or exciting to you don't. So for example, last night was the 4th of July and I had no desire to go out and be with my family for fireworks. In fact, I was like holed up in my room and the baby needed to be fed. So I had like a good reason, I guess, to be there. But typical Lizzie is like, get me out there. I want to be with the kids. I want to do the fireworks. I want to sit with the neighbors. And the neighbors were like in the cul-de-sac with their folding chairs. And it makes me sad to think that for you know, half of that time, I was just in my room because I didn't want to be out there. And then I thought to myself, this isn't normal for me. And I know what it's like. Now I will tell you, I felt, I felt my heart sink into my stomach. I thought, oh no, here it comes. Here's the depression. Like the, the, the depression that I just, you know, I dreaded and didn't want to happen is here. And my brain did that for a hot minute. 
And then I was like, no, I know how I didn't actually think these thoughts. I just, I, the truth is I just know what to do with depressiveness. I don't freak out about it. And I take my depressiveness with me and I go through the motions of the things that feel normal, like things I would normally do, like eating a dessert or playing a game with my kids or um, going out with the neighbors and sitting on a chair. And I do that until I get, you know, like I ended up chatting business, like affiliate marketing with some guy that is, we know him. He used to like, anyway, whatever we, this friend that we hadn't seen in a while. And it just totally cheered me up, put me in a great mood. Now there were still issues. There were reasons I was depressive and it didn't solve the root issues of why I was depressed. And I'll get to that in a second. But the point is you need to know how to recognize depressiveness in yourself and not freak out about it. And instead just like know how to move through it. And that is such a vital skill because you will feel low. And if the first thing you do when you feel low postpartum is you are like, oh my gosh, I'm depressed or, or, or you don't notice that it's happening and you just go lower and lower and deeper and deeper and deeper into it. Those are both ends of that spectrum are a problem. You need to know how to be like, oh, this is depression and I know what to do with this. And here's how I'm going to help myself out of it. Another thing I did when I was feeling low and it presented in a different way, it presented with picking a fight with my husband and like just not being able to get along with him for like a whole day or or a day and a half. It was miserable because we typically get along so great. And so it's extra miserable when we're fighting. And plus I was, you know, postpartum's hard and stuff. Um, But I reached out and reached out to like a mental health professional for myself and found somebody to talk to. They were able to text me and then get me hooked up with like a a local therapist. And I don't know, sometimes I like therapy. Sometimes I like coaching. It just depends on what I'm doing, but it was awesome to have some support and just have like, um, a safe place to talk. So just, just know that, know that you don't need to freak out when you're depressive and that I've got tools to help you in the course. By the way, I do want to say if you're ever in like a 911 type of like, you're so scared of your own thoughts, you're feeling like maybe you're a little suicidal or you notice you keep thinking about harming your baby or anything like that, just go to postpartum support international, PSI, postpartum support international and every state, I don't know if every state, but They have a hotline and they also have people that are volunteers that can text you at any time. So my clients, when they work with me, have access to me like that, but I'm not on call. I take usually one or two days to get back to them. Um, You know, I'm not like always there. Whereas Postpartum Support International kind of has a rotation of volunteers that I believe are always there. And I ended up chatting with a woman named Elizabeth, who is the... Um, like head of postpartum support international for Arizona, the state of Arizona, apparently. And it was so cool to make that connection. And you just never know. We, I mean, I don't think they typically share like personal information. We just happen to be like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a postpartum coach too. Like she, she dabbles in the postpartum realm as well. So that was really, really cool. But, um, they, she got me, she told me some therapists that take my insurance in my area. She sent me their numbers. I was able to just reach out. And honestly, I don't even know if I'm going to go to the therapist. Like I don't, I'm not going to leave her hanging. I'll cancel it, whatever. But I booked like a free 15 minute get to know you call. And I'm like, I actually think I'm good. Or if I do use a therapist, it's probably going to be through my OB's recommendation. But just that night to have somebody was so cool. So if you ever do have an emergency sort of like 911 type of like thing, but it's not a medical emergency, but you just need some emotional support or just to talk to someone and you're not my client and I can't talk to you and I'm not on call, whatever, just... PSI, Postpartum Support International, their hotline. Okay. 
So skill number one is how to be anxious, how to not let it escalate, how to de-escalate anxiety, um, not freak out with anxiety, and especially not let it escalate. Postpartum skill number two is how to be depressive and not freak out, what to do with depression, how to recognize depression and know how to get yourself through it and then gradually, naturally out of it. And this could all happen in a 24-hour cycle. You can be depressive and then manage it and get out of it in 24 hours. Or this can be something that goes on for a couple of weeks. Typically when depression lingers, it's because women postpartum don't know what to do with it. And so it scares them. And then it makes it worse because they're scared now. Um, and then the fear gets, makes them anxious and then the anxiety burns them out and then they get even more depressive. And it's this really aggressive cycle. It's just so important that you know how to deescalate anxiety and, and work with yourself when you're depressive. And that doesn't mean you're not hiring help or getting help or reaching out, but that you know at least how to recognize it in yourself at the very, very least. Okay. And you can teach your partner also how to recognize it, but really it's so, so, so important, especially because your partner might not always be there. Maybe your partner's at work. Maybe you're alone in the middle of the night. So it's really important for you to be able to recognize it, honey. Okay. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And then the third step that I'm going to share, and this will be it for today, but I'm definitely going to do a part two to this because there's so, 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 well, there's actually not so, so, so many. There's just three other ones that I want to share that are just as important. Um, the third one I'm going to share for today is how to process an intense emotion because you know you know, I know you know <laughs> that the postpartum emotions are different than our typical emotions with the hormones and freaking night sweats. I mean, you know, the hormones are doing weird things when you have crazy night sweats. And I'm not even like a typically sweaty person. And I've had some, it was mostly like the first three weeks postpartum. Oh, so sweaty every night, drenched my bra, drenched my shirt. And it wasn't breast milk, it was sweat. It was crazy. Um, and so, um, what I'm trying to say is things get really intense, the emotions, the hormones, the lack of sleep, and that makes it even more important. I think a lot of women are like, okay, so I need to know how to manage my hormones postpartum. I need to know how to um, get good sleep. And I totally agree. Like, But at the end of the day, until you can go make time to get an appointment or figure out and problem solve, and that's going to require a lot of um, effort and research and booking appointments and you know doing your Googling and stuff. In the middle of all that, and even before all that, you're going to feel big emotions about the new behaviors you're noticing in yourself because your hormones are weird or because you're sleep deprived. You're going to be feeling big emotions towards your, in my case, towards my husband, poor guy, um, anger or raginess, or, or you're going to feel frustration. You're going to feel some of those more hot, intense, quick emotions happen when we're sleep deprived and our hormones are doing weird things. And 
if you don't know how to process that emotion, it's going to make you feel like you are the victim of it. Let me say that again. When you know how to process an emotion, you don't feel like the victim of your emotions. It's still difficult. It still takes energy and focus, but you're able to move through it and find yourself again, find a good logical place in your brain and, and like say sorry to your husband or, you know, save that argument for later or, you know, to do the rational thing. But when you don't know how to process an emotion, they can build and they can build and they can build and you can have layers and layers and layers of emotion. And that is what builds anxiety. That is what creates trauma. And that is what builds depress, like gets you into depressiveness too. Okay. So the three skills, how to be anxious or not let anxiety escalate, how to um, not freak out about a depressiveness, how to recognize depressiveness and know what to do with it and how to process an intense emotion, especially if it's unexpected and all of the sudden, which is part of the intensity and tends to be very common postpartum. So I'm saying it because I've done it. I am just like you. I am a human and because I've helped so many mamas and because I've literally lived it, I can tell you with pure integrity that my online program, Postpartum Freedom, has all of these skills. In the three-step process of calm your body, calm your mind, calm your life, you will learn how to do each of these. And I promise you that it will be the best investment. Like I guess I can't promise because I can't control your thoughts or whatever. I don't know. I'm like, legally, that's maybe that's not a good idea, but I have a very high level of confidence that your um, experience with this course is going to be one where you're like, this is probably the best investment that I could have made postpartum. And I think that it that's saying a lot because postpartum, your time, your energy, and your money are all typically pretty limited. Maybe not all of us. And I hope that at least one of those isn't as limited for you, but for sure energy for anybody is going to be pretty limited. And, um, and so that means that when it comes to doing a course, especially in those first six weeks, now I pray that you could find it before your postpartum or, you know, or that you have a lot of support around you. So it feels easier to do, but regardless, I take seriously the fact that a postpartum woman has limited energy. And so I created this online program specifically tailored to you. Um, you can 2X the videos and listen to them faster. You also can just listen. I have audio only that's actually downloadable. You can have it forever. So the videos you can only access inside of my platform, um, the, and that you'll have to log in to get those, but you can download the audio versions of each video and keep them forever. I do just ask that you don't share them with people who haven't paid for the course, but I can give your friends like a discount code if they want to get in. If if you're sharing the course, I'd love to do that. Okay. But um, long story short, it's digestible. And then I do have visual, I have worksheets in there that I created specifically for women postpartum who maybe are their brain isn't soaking things up as good as it normally does. And maybe they're multitasking. So I put it down for you in a visual format as well and have even interactive questions to help you get the most juice, like juice the videos and, or the, the audios, whatever the, the, I was going to say episodes, the lessons. Okay. Um, now there's, um, a good amount of content in there. And that is a double-edged sword. On the one hand, you could be like, oh, I'm overwhelmed, whatever. But the truth is I give you full permission to skip anything that's not interesting to you. I doubt, I doubt there'll be a lot that's not interesting to you. I looked at the people that do the course and I do feel like most of them 
do at least 75% of all the material. But no matter what you do or don't do, I trust that your intuition is going to guide you and you're going to get what you need out of it. And it has everything a postpartum woman needs. So go get that course right now. It is online, lizzielangston.com forward slash course. And I'm putting it on sale to celebrate episode 300. So that's the code is episode 300. We are celebrating the fact that this podcast has made it to 300 episodes. And instead of paying 222, you are going to pay 111. All right. So you're getting half off the course right now. The code is episode 300. And this is only good from July 13th, which is the day that this episode is airing today, all the way to July 20th. The sale ends at midnight on July 19th, which is the very first moment of July 20th. Okay. So you have less than a week, essentially. All right. LizzieLangston.com forward slash course. Episode 300 is my gift of a code to you on the course to celebrate this podcast being this far along. I can't even believe it. It's so fun. Go get your course. I can't wait. And by the way, for those who buy the course during this sale, I'm giving you a bonus, which is that you're going to be put in a Marco Polo group with me for a month. And you're going to have some Marco Polo support and just fun and getting to connect with other ladies who have bought the course. But like I said, this sale is just from July 13th till July 19th at midnight. So the first moment of July 20th. And that will be, that's my gift to you for listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here and go get your course and I'll see you in the Marco Polo group. Hey, Lizzie here. So I actually coached women for like four years straight, all postpartum women. And through that, in combination with my personal experience going through the trenches of postpartum anxiety, PTSD, panic attacks, birth trauma, and then studying spiritual and energetic stuff and also trauma and the nervous system and cognitive coaching, I've infused it and put it all into a three-step process called Calm Your Body, Calm Your Mind, Calm Your Life, and it is inside of my program, Postpartum Freedom. You can buy it right now. It is at lizzielangston.com forward slash course. If you want to get to know me and how I teach a little bit more first, then you can download the free mini course to start off. And that's at lizzielangston.com. It's called Get Out of the Postpartum Rut. The links for all of these are always in the show notes. Thank you guys for being here. Leave me a review and I'll see you next week. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.